0: Amen Again, my name is uh, Timothy Lee If you are here for the very first time If I don't get to shake your hand I want to introduce myself I'm the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Joy And again, we welcome all our guests and friends To the house of the Lord Why don't we give them a round of applause Amen If you're wondering why we're standing Why we're shouting Why we're singing I, 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 I want to share Jesus with you for just a moment You know The feeling that You feel free Free, you know, the Bible talks about the penalty of sin is death, you know. And some of us we were struggling with condemnation, we're struggling all kinds of struggles in life. Life can be tough, and Jesus came into our life and set us free, amen. And that's why we are singing, that's why we are shouting. It feels good to be clean, it feels good to be free. Amen. That's why we sing and shout. Amen Again, uh, you may be seated It's so good to be back uh, From uh, the Pacific Region meeting You know, I, I got great reports You know, I want to share But I always remember this You know, uh, Bishop Willoughby said this You know, and it's our motto You know, if we help others build their churches God will build our churches Amen Amen And the strength of a church Is never is its sitting capacity But its sending capacity Amen. Are y'all with me? Come on. Are y'all awake? Amen. Amen. Okay. Uh, we had a powerful meeting in Pacific region. We, you know, after five years, we wondering what's going on on the other side. Amen. You know, we, you know, we we met our brothers from Papua New Guinea. We met our brothers from Tonga Islands. Uh, uh, some of you, uh, some islands I've never heard before: Kiri, Kiribati you know, uh, Vanuatu. You know, American Samoa And Samoa, all of us, when we think about Samoa We think about uh, that 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 cartoon movie What's it called? Huh? Moana, is it? Or something like that oh, Okay, you all been watching some movie there eh? <laughs> Okay, and, and, and you know This time around was so special for me Because it's five years We've never known what's going on Because you know, five years Anything can happen And we heard of hotels closing down We heard of shops closing down. We heard of business struggling. But when I went back there, you know, when we gathered with all these missionaries, I'm I'm so glad to bring you a report that they are still alive and they are strong. Amen. Whatever God started, nobody can shut it down amen and, and and the beautiful part of us you know is is that when we were there we we connected real well you know and and again we hear stories of miracles, you know we hear stories that 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 were just literally plucked into to our very call and talk of the east impacting billions of lives you know when we go to meetings things like this you know it, it, it's just like I'm a hound dog, you know when people talk to me about missions like i they talk about building churches in, in tough areas, you know. Sometimes we Singaporeans are so blessed. They say that, oh, you must understand, you know, we were talking about Papua New Guinea. They don't even have roads and they show me all these pictures of, of, of the jeep going down the mud and, and how, you know, you wear nine shoes and the shoes get sucked in. <laughs> and then you come out without a shoe. And I was thinking like this, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but that's a venture to me. Hello, venture is not watching Netflix. Oh Lord, help me! Here. Adventure is when you get your hands busy, and I'm saying I, I still remember when they are sharing testimony of miracles of how God has, has brought healing. People are being healed of COVID. Even there's no hospital. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. I, you would think that some of these islands, right, would not have COVID, but COVID had reached there. And, 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 and I, I was just joking with one missionary He said, where are you? Oh, we are in uh, Kiribati Any, Anybody know where is Kiribati? Island of Kiribati And they have a hundred thousand population So I, I, I was curious and I want to go there you know, I, First of all, I love the sea Okay, I'm a sucker for adventures in the sea. You know, Wherever there is a sea, I will go But I'm, my wife likes to go shopping you know, and, 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 and I was saying that I, I would love to go there You know, say, okay, great But you must fly into this island I forgot which island, I think Fiji Island And 24 hours sea ride right? I, I don't know about you I I only know the cruise three days, four nights <laughs> But they say that they're going to take us in a, a, a boat 24 hours And that is if the seas are okay Amen I mean, if there's a weather Maybe 24 hours You end up in the Bermuda Triangle I don't know You know, all these are so new to me I was like, man And 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 and, and the liberty I feel today Again, it is okay for us to rejoice It is okay for us to shout But, but there's a side of me that is weeping People need to know the Gospels And there are areas that, that, that they call Unreached population—they have not even a Christian weakness. and that—that that breaks my heart. But we are here celebrating, and we ought to. There's another part of me that says I want to go. God sent me, and and every time I go into a mission field like this, I I become a missionary. <laughs> Amen. And and one of the areas, you know, I was just just. You know uh, 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 Become a missionary Instantly I walk into a shop And I begin to talk to people About their faith You know uh, It's just just natural I, I, I had to tell Brother Brian Michael Hey I'm delayed Because I'm sharing The gospel with somebody We are having say Brani You know I'm, This is Singapore <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that People Needs to hear The gospel Everybody say Praise the Lord Come on, everybody say praise the Lord and, and, and you and I have the greatest story The story and the power of the gospel And God has entrusted us To share this wonderful story I, I, I sat down, you know Pastor is just flowing everywhere And, and I grabbed a hold of Brother Carver He's the missionary to Papua New Guinea First thing I grabbed off of his hand I felt his hands was unlike any other hands that i ever felt because i've never felt hands that are so hard in my life because he says bro you can never ask an architect to go there and build building we as church planters will learn how to build our own buildings i was like man and 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 I, I went there and said, Do you need any do you need any material? Can we help you buy steel? Can we help you buy concrete or whatever, sand, whatever it is? And, and and he says, No, I don't need that, but you know what? We need we need people to come teach us how to use a computer. How many of you know how to turn on your computer?
1: <laughs>
0: how many of you know how to check email? Some people over that part of the region. Don't even know what is a computer. Then I was telling him, don't need to bring your handphone. No reception. <laughs> you know. Then how do y'all do communication? Oh, we send someone down. We send someone down, and they have to walk. There's no road. There's no MRT. There's no Grab. There's no Uber. They walk. Man. You know, I, I don't know about you I, Are you getting excited? I'm excited about things like that What an opportunity for us To reach the Pacific region You know, when you think about Pacific region You think about islands like Fiji Islands You think about Vanuatu Tonga American Samoa and Samoa Islands You think about Kiribati You think about areas that I've never heard before, bro I don't even know my brothers exist over there Until I see them, bro I love you and, and wouldn't it be so awesome, you know That they would come When God's going to gather the whole church back again Every tongue, every tribe confessing That Jesus Christ is Lord I, I don't know about you but The greatest gift was not the island The greatest gift was all these people of All kinds of colour Coming together and me Able to intermingle with them My brother My sister This is what it's really all about You know you say Pastor where are we going with this Because today we have a very wonderful opportunity To have someone very special to us Many of you know him But many of you don't know him But brother Brian Michael is here today He's one of the directors of PI And I know where I'm going with this Because the Lord is just showing me You see uh, We are a campus in Singapore You know again Again, the reason why we have a campus in Singapore PI is because we want to be able to send people out, equip and to share the glorious gospel. We don't need to send someone out there and then they become liability to the mission field. We want people equipped. And that's the reason why we have PI. PI is not for you to have some kind of hierarchy uh, qualification that you climb up some (laughs) spiritual ladder. You know, I've, I've often asked myself this question. Those of you that are graduating for BI, what are you doing with your certificates? Uh, is it to make you look good? Or is it for you to be sent out? Christ. Amen. How many of you want to see, I mean, I tell God, God, I want to see missionaries coming out of this church. God said this, why don't you start first? Well, but I got a grandchild. Oh, really? And then when I hear brother Bram Michael talking about his travel, we were sitting inside the car. I think Jabez was asking him. He was talking about his adventure in in Lagos. Is it Lagos? <laughs> it's not the Lego, not the Lego company. It's Lagos. Okay. I mean, I, I, at first I said, "What? Are you in Lego?" You know? No, no, Lagos. Lagos is in Nigeria. And then he was telling me about this adventure. He's like, he landed in. And then after that, he put his suitcase inside the car, drove off without him inside. And then he came back, uh, back again, and he was saying that, "Why, why did you leave us? Because they were trying to chain the car wheels, because they were trying to, try to kidnap him, or something like that, extort money from him." But yet, there were people that loved not their lives, and for the sake of the gospel. They want to be inconvenienced. He'd been to all kinds of places like Cuba. You know, Cuba is not an easy place to be. He was spied. They sent people to follow him. Amen. And then recently he went to, or in in November he went to Ukraine when there was a war going on. Folks, that stirred me up a little bit and rock my board. You know, what's preventing the gospel is that we love our lives too much. Amen. And, and, and we got to pause for a moment and start to reevaluate. I, I, I do understand, you know, you got your children. I, I'm not saying that you, some of you, you are in the right place in the right season. I'm not saying that hey, this is called for everybody, but I, I do think that someone can do something. Come on, everybody say Amen Especially you single people Don't waste your singlehood I know being in love is wonderful But once you're in love You're forever married Hello To death do us part Amen But you know There are times Not because she's a bad wife I wish I was single I wish that I have not much to worry about just to get out there, to do what God wants me to do. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, I'm not saying that everybody should be, I'm not preaching a doctrine of singlehood, okay? Oh Lord, everybody say amen. But, but I come today to remind us, I come today to remind us we got work to do. Amen. You say, Pastor, why, why, why aren't you going for, 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 for Ukraine yet? You know, hang on. Because I got some letters in, to deal with us. Amen. Because I'm not, I, I, and I advocate that we don't care for our parents. Come on, everybody say amen. I have an elderly mother that needs help. I'm trying everything to navigate that. but, But some of us, maybe, some of you can go. Some of you can go. You know Everybody say praise God I, I, I don't know why this has Feel like, like a missions conference I've, It feels like faith promise Remember this That's The strength of the church is sending capacity You know Pretty soon I'm not going to be the pastor anymore It's just a transition But I know that God's called me to do something Retirement is not for me to relax There's no retirement as a Christian Come on, look at your neighbor and say Amen Okay, everybody say praise God If I were ever exercised Because I don't need no six pack Come on, everybody say Amen I'm married to the most beautiful woman ever I'm satisfied The only reason why I exercise Is that I can go to the mountains And I want to shout hallelujah I want to shout with those people That is in those islands And dance with them I want to go to the outbacks I want to go to all kinds of places To worship with people Who love that one true God And His name is Jesus Are you with me here today? Come on, everybody say praise God. Don't worry, I'm not asking you to collect an offering. You're looking, your oh, pastor is going to pop. Oh, he's going to suddenly turn and say, let's collect an offering. I'm not going to do that. God loves a cheerful giver. Everybody say praise the Lord. But, but, but before I introduce to you this very dear friend of mine, brother Brian Michael, I want you to know that, you know, he, even though he's an American, he's also a missionary. Wherever God leads him, he will go. Amen And we are so blessed to have Someone like that To share The word of God with us Amen How many of you need to be reminded That we are not here for a very long time And God's going to call us back And then we're going to go out there You know Amen You know what If I cannot preach the gospel Maybe I can make a church Maybe I can stir a cement <laughs> Maybe I can mix a semen. You know there's so much to do out there. Everybody say praise God. I know I serve in one of the biggest group of people who loves mission. Everybody say praise God. And I'm not saying that we don't have a mission few here. Amen. I'm so glad when I hear the reports that seven people, seven of our children received the Holy Spirit. Amen. But what I'm trying to say is this This is not the main picture We are not here to entertain you Everybody say Amen Sometimes when we gather together All we talk about is My need, your need Why don't we talk about the greatness of God Amen You know I, I, I'm going to close with this thought And I'm going to get him come here You know I'm tired of just Seeing your face And looking at you. Not because I don't love you. I love you. But there's more. There has got to be a purpose. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, there has got to be a greater purpose. You know, okay, you know, for couples, fine. You're in a season right now. Wanting to get married, buying houses. But after that, what? After that, what? Young people... Don't focus yourself in, in, in looking for that one person. Maybe that one person is out there. You don't know. But God's waiting for you to go. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. You know, my goal in life is to make everybody here a missionary. We are all missionaries. <laughs> Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, I am a missionary. Everybody say praise God. Our children get education for what? To get a better job? Not a, bad, not a bad thing. But most importantly, they must be using their education to bless someone else. And when they bless someone else, that door opens for them to share the glorious gospel. Everybody say praise God. Amen. Brother Michael, would you come? Amen. How, you know, How many of you know Brother Michael? He's easy to identify because he's so much taller than I am. He was telling me in the hotel There was a four foot lady That looked at him, wow (laughs) Amen Okay, You know, again, I want you to preach together with him He's a very dear friend of ours You know, I love his heart He makes me laugh And he's a coffee drinker Amen. So he's here today and also we have a guest, Brother Dennis here from, all the way from Shanghai, which is a friend of Brother uh, uh, Michael. I mean, he's American, but he's based in Shanghai. Okay, amen. Ni <laughs> hao. Amen. So again, let's, let's preach together with Brother Brian Michael and I want you to open your ears because God's going to do something. Amen. God bless you,
2: Brother Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Lee. What a what a joy it is to be here today with you back at Tabernacle of Joy. Amen. It is a privilege, a privilege for me uh, to be able to be here. And uh, it's been nine years already since we were here the last time. Too long. And um, but my, I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. Thank you, thank you, Pastor Lee, Sister Lee, for the invitation for coming, dear friends. Um, we are on the Purpose Institute. A global team together on the executive board, and we appreciate their investment in Purpose Institute. Um, of course, uh, I miss I miss Bishop Ellis. I've traveled the world with him, and uh, he always sends his greetings, amen, to Tabernacle of Joy. This was his home away from home, and um, he's getting older, and none of, none of us really like to admit it, and uh, he doesn't like to, and I don't like to, and uh, he's slowing down a little bit, uh, still has a fire in him though, uh, and he's not traveling as much, but he sends his greetings to this house and this body. He loves you with all of his heart. He's always You're always in his prayers, you're always in his thoughts, and I greet you from him. Amen. It's just so good to be here with my friend from, from uh, Mississippi, Alabama. I've known his family for many years, all the way back from Wisconsin um pastored his brother uh, and um his brother's family um they we have been very close to to his family and uh, i remember i don't know if he remembers but i remember saying he travels a lot around the world as i do his job takes him many places and i told him one time i said uh one of these days we're going to meet outside in the world somewhere but it's going to be outside of north america and uh that happened to be this trip and uh, I am so glad that it included a trip to Tabernacle of Joy. I, I thought there's no greater place that we could meet than the house of the Lord. And to be a Tabernacle of Joy together, he flew over to be with us. I thank you for that. It's an honor, an honor to me. Amen. We love his family. We pray for them. And uh, just just love what God is doing around the world. I want to read two portions of Scripture, John three sixteen and Romans 5 and 5. Amen. My heartbeat is the kingdom of God and people. I was on the plane uh, flying, to, uh, flying to Ukraine back in February of last year. Um, I left just four days before they closed the airport. And I was flying with a young lady, 17 years old, and she was uh, flying home. And, and as she was sitting in the plane next to me, I said, you know, I just began to talk to her. And I said, well, tell me your story and, and talk to me about... Uh, who you are and what you're doing. She said, well, I'm studying. My family has sent me to the Netherlands to uh, university to study so that I would learn how to do it and I could help my brothers and sisters later. She said, but on this trip, I'm coming home to see my family because I'm not sure if I'll ever see them again. She said, I don't know what will happen with the war. I don't know if they will survive. And she said, I just want to see them one more time. And I said, well, tell me about your Religious experience. Tell me tell me what you where you've been. What's your religious experience? She told me and my heart just Broke inside of me. She said I have no religious experience She said we were raised communists and really the the, That church wasn't anything and she said I have no religious experience whatsoever and I thought of all the people around the world that have had no religious experience I was on the plane, this trip coming here, and I sat with a man, a Bible teacher, had never heard of the oneness of God, or Jesus' name, baptism. My heart got heavy. I prayed with him before I left. I prayed that God would send a revelation to him, because we need a revelation today in this world. Amen. The devil has sold a bill of goods to the world that is all lies. And I want to just try to help us see a little bit of that today. For God so loved the world... That he gave for God so loved the world that he gave that his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. he wouldn't perish but that he would have everlasting life and then Romans 5 and 5 and hope maketh not a shame because the love of God, the love of god is shed abroad in our hearts by the holy ghost which is given to us which is given to us amen i want to preach for just a few minutes this morning and talk to you from my heart amen just uh, just just for a few moments today falling in love with jesus and there's so many things that we just we just are we kind of get confused on. I tell people, they ask me, they uh, say, where's your family? What do they do? And, and my son works at Walmart, and uh, they say, what does your son do? And he's our associate pastor and very involved in ministry. And um, when they say, uh, what does he do? I say, he pastors Walmart. <laughs> They're like, oh, I didn't know Walmart had pastors. And I said, yes, he pastors Walmart. And um, if we'll allow our minds to be transformed and change, God will do things through us that we never dreamed possible. My son doesn't go to the job, and I want you to hear this today, but it just quickened it to my mind as Pastor Lee was talking here about, about money, and it's a good thing, money, raise, all those things are good. But if you think that you go to your job for a paycheck, you're mistaken. If you think that you go to your job to get money to take care of your family you're mistaken that's not why you go to your job you go to your job because there's people there and there's harvests there and people that need to know Jesus and are hungry and God has sent you there to introduce them to him introduce them to him my son has done weddings and funerals and pray on the job Somebody got their finger cut off. They said, go to the hospital and pray. Pray that they could put it back on. Uh, Just a multitude of things because he doesn't see himself there for a paycheck. He sees himself there because there's harvest in that place. And so everywhere that we go, we've got to see ourselves in the harvest and that there's harvest all around us. And we've got to talk to people about it. We've got to help them see because they're being lied to in the world that we live in. They're being lied to in the world that we live in. The devil has convinced the world that being a Christian is a hard thing. Huh. Being a hard thing. Rules and obligations and conformity and hardship. Someone always telling you what to do. The devil will always tell you the opposite of what the truth is. The devil will always tell you the opposite of what the truth is. It's not rules. It's freedom. It's not obligation or conformity. It's liberty and joy. It's peace and rest, not anxiety and depression. But the enemy would tell you that, oh, you don't want no part of that. Society has set a narrative today that trying to transform the way things really are. And we have to be cautious that we don't allow that. I'm reminded of the phrase that we use at Purpose Institute, sharpening the sickle without leaving the field. Sharpening the sickle without leaving the field. And I don't know if you've ever seen a sickle, but sickle is a tool of harvest. It's a good tool. When, when you see the sickle come out, it's a great day. I was teaching in Purpose Institute one time, and as I was teaching there, I, I, I said, I don't like what the enemy has done with the sickle or the side. How they have transformed the meaning of it. And I don't know exactly what it is, how it is here, but it's probably similar to the way it is in America. If you see the sickle today or the sigh, it's a dark cloaked individual that is death that's come knocking on your door. And he's holding a sigh, a big, a big, a big sickle with a curved blade on it. And he's got a dark cape on and it's a scary, intimidating looking figure. And it's the idea that death has come for you. And that's not what the sigh means. The sigh is a tool of harvest. When the sigh comes out, it's a good day because we've labored, we've worked, we've toiled, we've, we've stressed in there. And now we get to reap what is before us. But the devil would say, no, it's just death. It's just it's just death. It's just a a dark day. That's not not what it is at all. And we must understand understand where we live today. The devil is trying to change the narrative. The world is trying to change the narrative. They don't want you to believe what what the Bible says. They don't want you to believe what the word of God says. Uh, they want you to take the word and say, "Well, it's old and antiquated and outdated." Uh, this is the best thing you've got going. Uh, if you don't read this every day, I I would encourage you to pick up your bible uh, and begin to read the word of god Uh, you need this more than you need life itself Uh, you need a word quick in a moment Uh, when you need help it's your very present help and he's the one that will help you it's changed the meaning of other things the devil always does that let me show you a picture of what that looks like jesus beginning his ministry beginning his ministry goes out to the wilderness to be tempted He go fast 40 days and 40 nights. And the Bible said that he was in, in, excuse me, in Matthew 4 and 1, he was led of the spirit in the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterward, he was hungered. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, let let me just stop right there. There's no, if he was the son of God that's what he was. He was God manifest in the flesh. If thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Listen, the devil will try to suck you into the narrative that's going on in the world today. And you have to be understanding in your mind, in your heart, in the word so that you don't get caught up in the lies and the stories and the tales of the devil, because he will try to get this, what he was doing here. He answered and said this, it is written I love that Jesus said it's written that's what he said we're gonna go what is to written what is the word he said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God the enemy came to him to tempt him when he was weak. And that's usually what happens when you're weak, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're down, when you're depressed, when you've got things in your life, that's when the enemy comes. And the devil taketh him to the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple. And he saith unto him, If, if thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Don't think that the enemy doesn't know your address. Don't think that the enemy doesn't know where you live. Don't think that the enemy doesn't know the word of God. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. You need the spirit of God living in you that will quicken you. There's time. I remember one time I was walking down through a, a cell block in a prison. And as I was walking down through the prison, there was a, a man there that had killed a bunch of people. And, and as I stopped to talk to him, I could feel the spirit of evil just in that place. And I didn't I I was like, my goodness, I feel the spirit of evil. But I'll tell you what, I just began to rebuke the devil. I said, in the name of Jesus, you have no authority in this place. And I'm here by the authority of God, and you've got to leave. We have to understand who we are as children of God. Listen, Jesus didn't let the devil tempt him to fall out of his place or who he was. God does not want you to fall out of your place or who you are in the kingdom of God. He said... Give you, you know, if you're the Son of God, cast thyself down. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. He said don't tempt me don't tempt me he said you know better again the devil taking him up to an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and he saith unto him all these things will i give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me amen just a narrative that was so false and so skewed that it's it's almost unimaginable the devil had no authority to do any of these things trying to convince him that oh i got this power I, and that's where the enemy comes the enemy comes a try, may, trying to convince you that you have uh, that he has authority in your life and has power and I'm, I, I'm just thinking in my mind you know how many times are we we live in an internet age how many times do we get a pop-up somebody says oh i think i know you i think i know you i think we were friends once uh, oh, I, maybe I got the name confused. Listen, it's a trick of the lie of the devil, and you got to recognize that. I Delete, delete. That's what I do. I just get rid of it and wipe it away. I, I don't want to take time with those things. Uh, I don't want to be used to the enemy. I don't want to get caught in the trap of the enemy. And Jesus said, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve thou shalt worship the lord thy god and him only shalt thou serve and then the devil leaveth him and behold angels came and ministered to him there was victory in the fact that he recognized get behind me satan i'm walking in jesus name when we understand our position and place in the kingdom of god there's power and authority that we walk in that goes with it and it's such power and authority that even the devil has to flee when you put him in his place he had great Greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. And the reason that I'm saying this, hear me, the reason I'm saying this is there's a world that needs you. You're the best thing that this city has going. This country. You're the best thing this world has going. But if you don't see yourself as powerful in the kingdom of God, if you just see yourself, well, I got to go to work today because I got to make a paycheck. I got to go to work today because it's what I do. No, no. There's people there that need Jesus. There's somebody there that you can pray with. There's somebody there that that needs you in their life. But you got to understand who you are, and you got to fall in love with Jesus to the point that you allow Him to use you. I was at Walmart, and they said, "My son said they're doing a remodel, and they, my, the store manager asked me to tell you, would you come and pray a blessing over the store, the remodel?" My son said, "Yeah, I think he will. I think he will. He'll come and pray over the store." And so he told me, and I said, yeah, I'll come and pray over the store. So I, you know, I wanted to kind of understand where I was going, what I was going to do It was a remodel, and they were, they were, they were finishing the remodel project, and they wanted a blessing on it, I guess, and, and they asked me to come and pray, and so I said, yes, I'll come. So I went and bought, I went and bought the book Made in America by Sam Walton, because I wanted to know who he was, and If you ever read the book, you know a little bit about it. But I read the book Sam Walton, and um, he would always tell his leaders. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you what the book says. He would tell his leaders, "If you don't go to church, go to church somewhere." He had some good some good things in his in his makeup, you know, some good things. He was always worried that his children wouldn't have a work worth that work ethic because they didn't know what because they had too much money. And he was worried about a lot of things, and so I'm praying. I'm like, well, God, what, you know what, and God just strictly asked me. He said, he said what are you going to ask me for when you go bless this place? I said, well, God, I don't, I'm just going to pray a prayer over it. I don't have a clue. You know, they asked me to come and pray, and I'm going to pray. I'll pray. He said, ask me to make up the difference that they incurred during their remodel. I'm like, well, now, God, that's pretty specific, I'm like, I don't even know that they incurred any difference in their remodel, but evidently you know. And I'm like, now I'm like, hmm. I don't know, make up the difference that they incurred. I'm I'm talking about the power and the way that God desires you to use each one of you where you are. He doesn't want you to walk into your job intimidated or indifferent. He wants you to walk in there by the authority of God with a word for the people there and speak to them in truth and righteousness and his spirit so that he can open the door to them. And so I'm like, okay, God, I I, I get it. I know what to do now. I got my marching orders. I, I don't have a clue. And, and so I, I, I read the book, and I finished it, and I went there, and I prayed. And I, I'm, I'm not naive either. I know that nobody listens to the guy praying. They just want the coffee and donuts at the end. <laughs> so I'm going to get up there and get my business done and pray and be done and move on and go to the next thing. And so um, I get up there, and I pray, and I said, we're going to ask God today to make up the, diff- the difference. that I don't have a clue about the difference that this store has incurred during this slowdown this remodel we're gonna ask God to do that and I said I want everybody here to know one thing there's only one reason that we would ask God to do that because when he does it we can collectively say look what the Lord has done we can collectively say look what the Lord has done now, I'm just gonna tell you I don't know of anybody that's ever prayed for Walmart to get money I just don't know and so I prayed, I had my cookies and coffee, and I went and talked to the people. And about a month later, maybe a month and a half, I don't know the exact time frame, one of, the, one of the regional reps called my son and said, hey, I need to walk through that store with you. You're missing some sales. And my son said, okay. And so she came, and they were walking through the store. And as they were walking through the store, there's a story. There's, 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 a, there's a story behind this. As they're walking through the store, It's him, another guy, and this manager. And she's a regional rep. And as they're walking through, she said, you're missing sales here and here, and this is what you need to do to to fix it. She said, you know, you've got $3.5 million to make up from the remodel. Nobody had ever heard that number before. My son sure didn't know it. And immediately when she said it, immediately when she said it, the guy next to my, my son said, he said, hey, his dad was just here and prayed and asked that God would make that up. So tell us what we got to do. We'll do it. But God's going to make it up. God's going to make it up. So now I'm like, Lord, that's $3.5 million. Uh, Pastor Lee, would like to have $3.5 million right now. I'm sure, we, I'm sure we could do a lot of missions work with that. We could, we, could, we could build churches, and we could send people to teach computers. I'm just saying. But now I'm praying. I'm like, God, who prays for Walmart to get $3.5 million? They got more money. Well, they don't have more than him, but they got a lot of money. And so I'm praying now for God to help us with this. I said, God, you sent me there for a reason. I didn't know there was a deficit until you told me there was. And I went there and did what you said. Listen, I, it's, it, I, the reason I share this today is because there's a simplicity in listening and hearing God. And when you're in love with him and when you're his child and you love him and he loves you, he tells you things that he don't tell everybody else. And the reason he tells you those things is because he's reaching for somebody. And as he's reaching for them, he wants to use you to be able to speak to them because that's how God operates. Listen, he could do anything he wants, but he said, I want to flow through my body. I want my children to be my voice. I want them to be my hands and my feet. I want them to be the the vessel that I can flow through to touch people. And so I begin to pray, and I said, God, just do this, Lord. So we're a little town of 48,000, just a little town. And, and, and this was back in the summer in June, July. And, and in November, the day after Thanksgiving in America, they call, they call the day Black Friday. And that's the day, typically, that's the day when stores break even and when they start making money. So that's, that's kind of the concept of it. And so we had been praying in a little town of 48,000. There's 6,000 Walmart stores in America, 6,000, so, you know, that's a big deal. 6,000 stores. But on that year, on that day, Black Friday, they were number two in the nation for sales and they wiped out their $3.5 million debt. They got awards for being number two. My son was quick to tell him, you better remember what happened here. Look what the Lord has done. Listen, God does not want you to be tempted or confused by the enemy. God does not want you to be tempted or confused by the voice of the tempter, the one that would come and try to tell you something that isn't the way it is. He would rather have you operating. Mm, I like what John said. I, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. I, and when he was in the spirit Uh, he began to hear things uh, and he began to see things uh, and the power of God to begin to flow through him the reason that we've got to live in that moment today is because you're the only hope for this world you're the only hope for this world I'm getting ready to close the music would come you're the only hope for this world you're the only hope for this world the love of God as you fall in love with him The love of God is shed abroad through your hearts to people that need to know who Jesus is. And you've got to just do it. I'll tell you what we do at Bethel. They did it on on Saturday. I wasn't there, but I like coffee. Pastor knows. So in our town, we go to the coffee shop on Saturday morning. And I, I could tell you stories about how God did this. I had a, had a, had a a gentleman in in our church that had kind of just quit going to church and just kind of wasn't going to church for a long time. And good man, loved God, just just didn't go to church, didn't really connect. And again, God spoke to me, and he said, go get that guy and have him go down to the coffee shop and sit on a stool and play and sing songs in the coffee shop. I thought, wow. I said, what coffee shop? Well, there's only one in the town, so that's where we're going. I went to the coffee shop. I said, hey, do you think we could come down here for three hours on a Saturday morning from nine to noon? And I got a guy that wants to play and sing, and, and he'll come down here, and he's going to play and sing, and, and, uh, and they don't cost you nothing. We just want to come and do this. And I said, for three hours, anybody that walks through the door, we buy their coffee. Anybody that goes through the drive-thru, we buy their coffee too. And we give them a little two-by-two card that says, coffee's on Bethel today. Enjoy it. That's all we do. We just let them know we're here. Let them know we love them. Let them know. If, listen, somebody buy me a cup of coffee. It's a good day because I, I like that coffee. So I'm buying people's coffee is what I'm doing. But you know what? We, we, and, and all the things that happen through it, the guy that, 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 that sat in the corner and plays the, the cool story about this is, man, God's doing things through his life, powerful things. All of a sudden, he's at retirement age, and he signs up for Purpose Institute. And and he's got one semester left, and he'll graduate. He's now going to be a student. He said, I couldn't believe that you would ask me to come and sing when I'm not a member of your church. I said, well, God told me to go ask you to sing. That's why you're here. And I trust you because I trust God. And if God told me to do it, i got to trust it. And from that day, it's been nothing but growth. God has done so many things through it. Folks, listen, you're the best thing this world has going for it. And you have to recognize the potential that you have. It's not just here. It's around the globe. That's what God's called us to. And God will take you and do things. So we buy coffee on Saturday mornings from 9 to noon. They just did it yesterday. I couldn't be. I said, you can't wait on me. They were trying to find a date for me to be there I said no you we got a team and let the team do it and so they was there and there was there was posts on Facebook yesterday somebody said man I can't believe Bethel bought my coffee what a great day when somebody buys your coffee just trying to love people and let them know that Jesus loves them and the only way that we can do that could we stand is if you fall in love with Jesus because you have to share his heart in the Bible in the Bible there's a law of first mention. The first mention of the word heart in the Bible is in Genesis 6, I believe it is. Genesis 5 or 6. And it said, it's mentioned twice. It says that man's heart was continually evil and wicked. And the Bible said it grieved God at his heart. It grieved him. He was heaviness because of man's heart. And the reason for that is this. Your heart and God's heart has always been designed to beat in unison. I know that's, well, that's, it's not as far-fetched as you think. It's designed to beat in unison with your creator because he created you in his image and his likeness. And that image and likeness that he created you in is so that you would overspread the earth with the image and likeness of God. That's why I can stand here and say to you today, all of the different faces, all of the different uh, nationalities, and all of the different language groups that are here, God created you in his image and his likeness for a purpose. And that's to let his image and likeness spread throughout the earth so that you could pray for Walmarts to make $3.5 million. Yeah. I would that every person in here today. If you work nights, you go into work tonight, going to work with a new vision and a new understanding of what God wants you to do. If you're going tomorrow morning on your job, I would that you would wake up in the morning and say, God, who is it today, Lord? I know I'm not here just to make a look because listen when God's done with you there You're gonna lose that job and he's gonna give you another one And if the only faith you have is in your ability to earn You're gonna be sad You're gonna be sad My faith isn't in my ability matter of fact I, It's getting less all the time My faith is in his ability And if you'll go to work and say, God, I'm only here, everything I get comes from you. If I get a bonus, it's from you, God. If I get a raise, it's from you, God. If you're done with me here because there's another place that needs me more, then send me there. And so you walk in faith to do things that you would never be able to do, falling in love with Jesus. You won't do it unless you have a relationship with him. You won't do it unless you fall in love with Jesus. you got to wake up and say, oh, God, I love you so much. Mm, the harvest is plenteous. How many people on my job, Lord, are hungry for truth and I don't know it? How many is there that I could pray with or that I could minister to, Lord, that they could be touched by your power and your spirit? Who is it, God, that needs me to pray for Him today? Who is it that needs a touch of the master's hand? Who is it, God, that, my, listen, my son prays in Walmart more than anybody I ever knew. And I love it. I love it. We pray with people we had we had we 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 i'll tell you one more story we we lease a catholic church former catholic church is apostolic church now we lease the building and my daughter-in-law worked had a co-worker that used to go to this church they closed the church and 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 so we're renting it and my daughter-in-law is now the secretary of the church she's there And her co-worker's retired and her co-worker calls her and says, my husband has cancer. And she said, man, there's just something about you guys and that church and what you're doing there. And she comes, she came in there the other day. She come in there and she said, where's pastor? I just want to talk to him. I'm like, man, now I'm her pastor. She's from the Catholic church down the road. She said, where's pastor? She called my daughter and my son-in-law and said, would you come and pray? My husband's sick cancer and they said yeah we'll come and pray and so they went to the home and prayed it was very very different not what you would expect wasn't a holy ghost shout down but her fam they had brought her whole family in daughters and children everybody They said dad's sick and and we want you to pray for him and they got everybody in a circle and i'm telling you my son and my daughter went to pray and, and the power of god fell in that place and the Holy Ghost began to move. And you could feel the divine presence of God in that place. Tears began to roll down faces. Tears began to roll down faces. And they prayed and believed that God would do the miraculous. It was probably a week or two later, she came to my daughter, or to my, my daughter and said, You won't believe this. They have to do the tests again because they all come back negative. They all come back, with there's no cancer, and, and God's taking. You know why? Because you are the ones that got to touch people. You're the ones that have to go to these places wherever they are to be able to minister to those around you. And I know that you'll be able to do it. I wonder if we could bow our heads. We're going to begin to pray. I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. I feel his power in this place. I just feel like we need to kind of make a... A statement to God today, Lord, I'm here, I'm available, I'm ready, I'm willing, Lord. I'm here, I'm ready, I'm willing, I'm available, Lord. In the name of Jesus, by the power and through the blood of Jesus, I pray, God, that you would touch your body today, Lord. As we're gathered here today, Lord, your body, Lord, this is your design, God. It's a function that you chose, Lord. I pray, God, that you would touch your body today, Lord, that you would minister to it, Lord, by the authority of your word and the power of your spirit, God. I pray that a new understanding would rest in hearts and minds, Lord, and that the spirit would reveal it to us, Lord, that the spirit would give us a hunger, God, for what you desire to do in this place. Oh, God, I love you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Come on, I hear the church begin to pray. Come on, when the church prays, it changes things. When the church prays, things are broken. Chains fall off. Come on, church. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you,
0: God. Thank you, you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's pray for a moment right now. Come on, let's let's declare His goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Here's what I, I believe God is saying to us today. The Bible does talk about the cares of this life, they took us. Amen. Until we become not productive in the kingdom. Yeah, it's true. Look at the prices of flats going up. Look at things around. Maybe they look at it, Oh, the, it's, the market is really bad. They've been telling me a lot of that, but I've never experienced it. Why? Because we are the covenant people of God. I say again, covenant, covenant people of God. Everybody say praise the Lord. you know what pastors going to be doing? I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you prayer pointers to pray about your business and your sales. Every day. I've done it for people and we see effects. Amen. If you're dealing with sales quota and you're tired of sales quota and all kinds of quota and you're wondering... Where am I going to get the money? And sometimes those things will choke us out That we will get so worried That we will not go into the harvest field Amen It's very real Come on, everybody say amen I mean, you can so be so worried Until you have a nice hair over your head But if you worry so much Or your hair drop you know, Or your, your, your hair will turn colour to white That's not God's will Come on, everybody say praise God. Are you with me here? God says, if you keep focus on me, don't worry about your tomorrow because you are more precious than a sparrow. Amen. Oh, I don't know what am I going to do. I don't know whether they will call me or not. I don't know. I I know those things are real because I have a family too. But the Bible says this. Cast all your care on me And I'll care for you But in the midst of doing all this You know what you say? Because I realise if we have a lot of idle time Guess what happens? We worry You know what I get myself to do? I go teach a Bible study I go get myself involved You know why? Because when I get myself involved I have no time to worry Are you with me here? You say, Oh, I can't teach a Bible study. Guess what? We're going to open PI. We're going to equip you to teach Bible study. Amen. Get yourself involved in the harvest field. Oh, oh, oh but, but, but this let me tell you something. If there is a child of God that is doing God's work, God will back you up 100%. But If you are just trying to fix your own issues You just trying to fix and control and control You worry, you cannot sleep You all those things And you cannot enjoy life Are you with me here? Come on, wave your hand at me But if I go around doing my father's business Guess what happened? Oop, suddenly I get a promotion Suddenly I get this Suddenly, you know, I've been waiting for a long time Someone came and just gave me a one year's work for my quotas Done I say God is able But you must go around And do what God wants us to do Spread a little love And then when He does that You fall in love with Him bro. And when you fall in love with Him bro, Guess what happened? Every time I carry You know Folks let, let me tell you what Pastor passion is about You know sometimes I forgot The blessings of God Come on Everybody say Amen and Sometimes I forgot The goodness of God Until I have a memory you know what's that? Baby Avi. That's my granddaughter. When I carry that child, I say, God, you're so good. God he is so good. And then my heart is so overwhelmed. I begin to talk to taxi drivers. You know, sometimes my family think I'm crazy. I ask the taxi driver, what is the the predominant religion in Bali? I was so shocked. He says, you know, I was was thinking it was Muslim, but they say, no, Hindu. I was like, huh? Because the thing that associates with Hinduism is really Indian people, right? So, and and, and he started talking to me. So, explain a little bit more. Explain your culture to me. You know why? Because I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude that that you don't have to force this out. You know, God told me this. Evangelism is not difficult If you tasted the goodness of God You will want to share it with people God has been so good to my family I had the joy to spend time with them And I want to share it with other people Because God restored my family Are are you with me here? And, And I want to go tell people that Stop trying, allow God to bless you Allow God to bless you. And, and, and you know what? I, I, I'll be honest with you. I have stopped worrying about money a long time ago. Whether I have $0 in the bank or 10 k in the bank or no K. Because my worth is, cannot be on something that can be removed. At that moment in my life, my joy is, is removed. I'm not going to be basing my identity and my purpose on something that can be taken away from me. But my identity is found in my relationship with God. Yes. Amen. Hey man, I had a conversation with mom. I said, mom, why you act like this, like you have no money? I mean, have you noticed that people make all the money and now they are trying to protect all the money they, they make? And they don't dare to spend. <laughs> have, you, have you noticed that, that that they make all the money and then they are After they have all this money They are scared that the money is removed from them And then she's in her own prison cell With everything that says Oh, I'm giving the money to you I say, no, you're not giving to me God's going to protect me I say, you give it to yourself Because ironically They earn so much money But they are prisoned to their own money They cannot use the money to bless the generations Have, Have you ever thought about that? You know, some of you can say amen to this But I'll tell you something Numbers don't lie The way you act How you handle money Some of you, I've got to say this Some of you have not started giving at all Hello Because you are trying to keep the wealth forward For what? You cannot bring the money out You give to your children Don't make it so easy for your children Oh Lord, help me Because you know at the end of the day folks I want to go home And say God I've given you everything Because you're worthy of my praise But not only you are worthy of my praise You are worthy of my bank account Are, Are you with me? Everybody say, praise the Lord (laughs) Come on, are you with me? Don't worry, I'm not going to collect an offering (laughs) But I I do want you to pray for us Because pastor is going to Philippines together with brother Brian Michael, we're going to set up campus Well, here's a good report Uh, How many of you want to hear a good report? Brother Sereno tell me this I I, I pick up the phone, I call him And then we're going to pray for this trip I I say, what's God's doing? He said, oh God's doing incredible thing You know, I say, what's happening? He said, oh we have a mass wedding I say, huh? I mean, Singapore, you only hear mass wedding Because of uh, maybe a cult or whatever They have all this mass wedding going around Singapore is always personalised Bless God But he said, we had recently a lot of mass wedding I said, why? Because while teaching a home Bible study Some of these people have been cohabiting Cohabiting is not of God If you are not married You don't have no business staying in the same house That's my belief Everybody say amen Come on Oh you old timers Not your head please Amen <laughs> You know you know. So after teaching the Bible study all oh, then got convicted He says that before I can baptize you You need to get married Some of them are cohabiting And not married And have three children And, 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 and he shared the gospel with them And he was pretty brutal about it Let's have a mass wedding And all of them came And get married And they were baptized in Jesus name And you know what Listen, I love it. You know what? I didn't know unlocking the Bible can get people married. They all had a 12-week home Bible study. Amen. Because I believe in the power of righteous living too. Amen. You know, when you come to this church, if you know all things, and then you see the power of the gospel is not working, there may be reasons. I, I've always believed this. If you are a believer, and you are applying God's word, God will always bless you. You will the next generation will be blessed because you live a righteous life. Righteous life releases authority, righteous life will release us because you know what? I'm a believer. Amen. Everybody say praise God because surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Should, could you just pray for us and, and I'm going to say one more thing. You know, pastors are going to stay a little bit longer because they are asking us to do Real Colors and Real Colors have helped us penetrate communities. Pretty soon, we're going to open up Real Colors training. You know, I'm going to open it up to the entire church. If you say, I need a tool to reach out to my friends. I want to invite you Because again Sometimes they will not connect with us Through spiritual matter But they can connect with us As something that can help them We're going to open up Courses for you guys to come Join us Because I want to equip this church ready To be out Here's another thing You hear it from Pastor February 2024 Our new worship location Will be at Farah One. Come on, everybody say praise God. But here's another thing. I'm going to share with you something. We already been having a discussion. We're going to have a connect point. You you know, when you say about buying this coffee is on us, we're going to do something like that because we got unlimited coffee and tea. (laughs) You know, I I was saying, my goodness, that would be great. You know, we're going to put a lot of investment to make ourselves known. Everybody say Amen. Come on, everybody say. But I was going to tell you something, right? When people come in, it means that all of us got to get busy. Amen. You know what? I'll tell you something. When you're going to have a baby, it's going to cost you money. Ask my daughter. Amen. If you want to have babies coming to the house of the Lord, this church must learn how to invest. I'm not just talking about your time. I'm talking about your money, your resources. And God has promised us a harvest and I will get that harvest. Everybody say praise God. And while you're getting the harvest, God will bless you to open up more doors. I prophesy over you right now. I prophesy of you that some of you are doubting the blessings of the Lord. But as you keep Him first and forefront in your eyes, God will open doors. God will give you new contexts that you never knew existed. All because of your glory, Amen. I want I I we gonna before you pray for us. I want to pray for you. Hold those of you that are in sales, wave your hand. Come on, those of you that are in sales, wave your hand. I'm gonna pray, Amen. So little people on sales, okay, Amen. Wave your hand. I'm gonna pray for you, Amen. Agree with me, okay? Those people on sales, those people that are going in the forefront. I want to pray for you, Father, by the authority and the name of Jesus. Father, right now, God, I pray in Jesus' name. No more worry. No more doubting. Father, right now, we cast our cares on you, Jesus. That's it. In Jesus' name, God, I pray. Lord, in Jesus' name, that you will pour your blessings. Lord, if we keep our eyes on you. In the name of Jesus, God, let them know that Lord, they are not alone, God That you give them a special favor That you open doors That they will meet their quotas They will exceed their quotas, Father, right now To sustain their family and the work of God Let them not worry anymore In the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus Everybody say praise
1: God Brother Sam, would you pray for me? Pastor and Brother Brian. Okay, Church, why don't we just lay, uh, stretch out your hands and let's pray for Pastor and let's pray for Pastor Michael as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, and for sister where Lord, we want to commit, oh God, Lord, this mission team into your hands, Lord. Father, we thank you, God, for... Lord, but for the opportunity for us to impact nations, oh God. So Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we lose, oh God, you're covering your protection over them as they travel. Lord, we pray, God, that everywhere they go, that you grant them favour. Let the word of the Lord go forth without hindrance, oh God. Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you prepare the hearts of the people that are going to receive their ministry. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we replete the blood over their families, their homes. Lord, in Jesus' name, send your angels to go before them. Everywhere they go, oh God. And Father, we thank you, God. Lord, because Lord, your, your kingdom come. Let your will be done in this mission trip in the Philippines. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's thank the Lord. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. And for those of you that have careers that you are looking at right now, maybe you are not sure about your life, I want to pray for clarity. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Some of you are in some crossroads, some of you not sure, but God's going to give you clarity. Amen. This is God's will. God will give you clarity. Why don't you just, if you want prayer, just lift up your hands right now. Father, right now that you bring clarity, Father, right now. Clarity, direction. Father, we're looking to you, Jesus God. As the author and the finisher of our faith, Father. Lord, clarity, God, about it. Lord life, Father, itself. Father, I pray, God, right now I ask God that you will lose a promotion. Father, right now, there are some people, God, that needs promotion here, God, that are, their work has been stagnant, oh God. But Lord, I'm asking you right now, by the authority in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would direct... Lord, their path, that they don't have to worry anymore. God, worrying God is not your will. So we, come on, I want you to cast your care right now. I want you to cast your care. If you are worried about uh, uh, your promotion, about your future, I want you to cast it right now. Lord, I cast, God, my worry about the future into your hands. God, I cast, God, God my worry, God, right now and my concern, Lord. Lord, as I focus on the harvest field, Father, Right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will do it, God, that you bring direction, that you bring people to them, Father. Lord, that, that they will know, God, it is from you, Jesus. Let them know, God, that they are not alone, Father. Right now, and father some of them you are calling out to be entrepreneurs god i'm asking god that you would direct their path father i'm asking god that you are bringing the right lord right people into their path to direct them father right now in the name of jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus amen amen we also want to pray one last thing I don't believe in just survival He's made us more than conquerors Come on everybody say Amen Amen. I don't know why but I feel led to pray this prayer That some of you after looking at your budget That's not enough Or you're barely surviving Oh Lord help me God is saying that He's wanting to bless you more we have been duped by the devil that says God only want to give you just so much because you know why? He's scared that I become materialistic. I say my God wants to bless. The Bible says that He is a rewarder of them that seek Him diligently. Amen. And the reason why you're holding back in your gifting because you're afraid. God did not give us a spirit of fear. Spirit of fear will always ask your limitation and worry. But when you are Somebody who cares and loves yeah. You are a generous giver right. Our Father in heaven is a generous giver Don't yes. your neighbor and say He's a generous giver yes. <laughs> yes, he is. And I'm going to pray right now Father in the name of Jesus God I pray you demolish anything God That is the lowest common denominator <laughs> But God that you open my eyes To see that you are a generous God <laughs> lord that you open up my eyes to see god that you are not a stingy god but you are a generous god and once i experience that generosity god i will begin to exhibit generosity so father there are times god we are limited in our giving because we fail to understand god that you are a generous god I lose God right now that you will reveal to the people of God. Lord, it's not just just, just enough, but it's more than just enough. It's more, Father, it's more. You are Jehovah Jireh. Turn to somebody and agree quickly Right now, agree God, I pray God that you will reveal Come on, praise up with somebody Lord, I pray God that you will reveal God to them how generous you are Come on I saw that right now So Pray for someone Lord, I pray God that you will reveal to them God, how generous you are Lord, I'm tired of just Living just enough and have nothing to give to the kingdom, Father. But God, today, Jesus, let everybody by the sound and the action of my voice, God, Lord, right now, God, begin to see how how generous you are. You want the best for your children, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let's begin to clap our hands right now. Believing God there is He able to do it. Amen. Look at your neighbor, say we're going to be blessed. Amen. Look at the other neighbor, say, get ready. And then if you believe it, let's clap our hands one more time. Thank you, Father. Come on, let's thank him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Let's thank him for one more time And we'll be dismissing Jesus Thank you Father Come on let your voice out Thank you Father Thank you Jesus Shake hands and be friendly It's good to see everybody in the house of the Lord Shake hands and be friendly And believe God will bless you this week And come and share your testimony with us Once that happens Amen God bless you